Yes, it is. It's a Tuesday and it's day two of road trip. And boy, we are running around in Northern Colorado right now in Hungenberg. This is a really cool tour. Brian, Greg, Amber, Jordan, introduce yourself if you would. Yeah, Jordan Hungenberg with Hungenberg Produce. And we're just uh, seeing how the carrots look today in the field. Where are we located in the great state of Colorado? Uh, Greeley, Colorado. Greeley, yep, Colorado. Wild County. Yep. It's going to be another scorcher here. We're out in the fields today. Just another day in the office. But describe your business if you would, and then we'll get going. Uh, seasonal carrot farm, uh, providing local, fresh, delicious carrots. Organic and conventional. 113 years. Uh, yep. That's not Something like that. do. No. <laughs> What, 1907, I think? Yep, yep. family-run family business. Seven yep. acres is what you first started out with. I right? don't know what's harder, the family part or the, or the farming <laughs> part. I, and that's an interesting <laughs> thing, is we travel the state and we tour the state. We're doing 1,600 miles in-state, 21 days. This is day two out of 21, day, and hear the stories. Uh, how, how would you tell that story that unfolds? And, and I think it's just a great story right here in Greeley, Colorado with Hungenberg. Well, a lot of hard work. Um, a lot of try and fail, um, learning what works, what doesn't work, and uh, just grinding it out every day and um, finding patterns and measures that work. And yeah, we, and we it truly is family. We met your uncle Mike. Yeah, Mike's the tech. Yeah, I mean, Pleasure. He, he loves to get in there and do those things. You can tell it's just a great work environment, culture within family and family farming. That's really important, isn't it? Yep, absolutely. They don't make very many people like Uncle Mike. He can weld, he can build, he can imagine, <laughs> he can do anything. And uh, they don't make people like that anymore. Yeah. So, Brian, he's the farm whisperer. He comes out to the farms. He loves to get down. I don't know. This is a beautiful farm we're on right now, isn't this it? This is incredible. I mean, I've worked with them before, yeah. and it was just a pleasure to come out here and to see what they're doing in practice because it's just you just don't see people that care about it the way that they do and to build the scale that what your family has built yeah. here in Colorado at, at a seasonal farm people don't realize yeah. a growing season 141 days I don't know where you guys are up here maybe a little bit longer but it's it's not a long season here in Colorado it, it brings out the toughest farmers and that's what I love about this place we toured the facility and there's a lot of business involved with that you I mean you talk about if it makes sense on paper that's tough with farming there's a few intangibles that you you know weather is one of them yeah uh, you're, de you're definitely up against a, a clock on so many different levels the growing level um, you're down for a couple hours in your shed because you blow a hose or something or you don't have power mm -hmm. you're down and that matters especially and on so, deliveries yep Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You are up against the clock when you're on a seasonal farm in Colorado, that's for sure. Yeah. And the weather dictates a lot of that. Absolutely. Yep. Amber Strohauer and Strohauer Farms uh, growing potatoes. And <laughs> I mean, you kind you know the lay of the land, but you said it's important we come by here today and hear their story. Yeah. You're in love with this story. Talk about just your relationship with this farm. Well, I think what makes Hungenberg really unique, number one, you guys still grow all your acreage, like literally right where we are. Um, all in Weld County. And on top of that, how many family members do you have involved? Is it, it's at least five. Yeah, five of us. Five. Yep. I mean. That's a lot of chiefs. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because they're all men. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's just an incredible operation and they continue to grow every year. There's truly in the U.S. not that many mm -hmm. carrot growers anymore. You guys are one of the remaining few out there. And um, really in Colorado, what you do is you're the only ones out there. Well, thank you for singing my praises. <laughs> we, we, we do have uh, a hard business, but it's an honorable business. And uh, 
in Colorado it is hard, uh, like Amber said, but um, having advantages like freight advantages and um, mm -hmm. gosh, we have beautiful weather most of the time. Um, we shouldn't complain too much about mm -hmm. this good weather. So. Yeah. We are in the hail belt of the U.S. Oh, the white combine. You know, don't even mention it. Yeah, don't mention <laughs> it. I know. <laughs> but, you know, here we are in a beautiful carrot field, and they also, behind us, are onions, and hail for onions is just the death of them. I know. And so. Matt was out there it, and just giving us a little lesson, but it's interesting, uh, kind of like um, sunflowers who just work to get those roots in the ground and kind of want to be deprived, even with, like, vines and, and grapes thrive on that yeah. but uh, yeah. just seeing out in the field do you have your mic on what were you looking for out there that was really cool just kind of that lesson if you were just surveying the land and seeing w the state of it oh i was just looking at kind of where the onions are right now kind of looking at the leaf stage digging down to see onions kind of like having that first inch and a half a little bit dry but then really having some nice moisture down below so that those roots yeah. can thrive. Those are Cipollini she was looking at. Really dig down there. Yeah, I love Cipollini. So yeah, it's like Jordan was saying, just some really of nice Cipollini onions. What's your favorite way to cook it, to prepare it? You know, I actually love Cipollinis with a, with a steak and you just yeah. saute it yeah. and mm. it's, oh. Where you can just cut it in half and put it right put on it the right pan and right. just let it sit and caramelize. It's so yep. nice. Yeah. But, but this sandy loam, you guys, this, this is the stuff is what's yep. got to make this up here for That's you true. guys. I mean, speak to the fact, Colorado, I don't think a lot of people know, we grew more carrots in Colorado back when your family was doing this 50, 75 years ago here, well, at more in the San Luis Valley, but here in Colorado, then they were growing right in most of the country. Yeah, that sandy loam is, is excellent for, for carrot dirt. And potatoes. Yep. And potatoes. potatoes. That's right. Let me not forget <laughs> so But you share seeds, you know. You can share your crown. Just <laughs> That's carrots. True. I, I that noticed that you were rotating crops <laughs> yeah. earlier on. What, what what led you down that road to th that was the leader, right? Yeah. Well, we used to grow uh, 600 acres of cabbage, but that was all hand hand cut. Mm -hmm. And so that, that got eliminated just because of the labor situation. But you can rotate with uh, carrots, corn, beans. Beans put a, a lot of nitrogen back in the ground. Mm -hmm. um, and onions, um, you can work onions and carrots back and forth. And it works really nice, uh, especially in this sandy loam. Potatoes like it a little sandier than what you're standing on right mm -hmm. here. Uh, but carrots manage pretty well. Um, the key is you got to keep carrots wet, but not too wet, mm -hmm. or they go rotten. And so um, the learning curve there is when to water, um, how to get carrots to emerge through. There's just, uh, that, that's what you call a crust. So when you have a little tiny seedling that's like the size of a, of a pencil, mm -hmm. and you gotta get a, a seedling to come up through that crust, you wanna, want it to break uh -huh. without ruining your root. And that's the hardest part, is getting a carrot up and keeping it wet enough, getting it growing. You just gave off the trade. I, I did. I gave it away. <laughs> Figure it out, boys. That's why Jordan, you tuned into the modern is that show. A little little rock yep. right there that just changed the course of that. Yep. So a hard spot. Yep. It it was growing nicely, and then it hit a hard spot and decided it's going to go a different way. And I'm glad you yep. brought that up. So from yeah. from field to facility, and there's a lot of things that's an aesthetic thing for the end consumer. Which is so unfortunate because there's so much waste that j is just because the consumer is trained with their eye to eat with their eyes first rather than the delicious produce. Yeah. You've built your facility and the future around the longevity of your produce. Yeah. Amber? <laughs> the, I mean, yeah. The consumer is, is used to a really nice looking carrot. 
Um, and you know, the, the one that's crooked or broken doesn't, doesn't necessarily taste any different. It doesn't um, at all. No. Well, this is where innovating we were... different ways to, to come up yeah. and use those carrots are, are what you need, but those are really nice looking good. They'll be ready in a month. Yeah. And uh, then we'll start harvesting. But talk about the process. I think we have some B-roll of it, of how you're able to store these carrots for longer because of what you do in the process. Well, you're able to hydrocool carrots, and that, that's what you really get some nice shelf life on. When you can hydrocool down to 34 degrees, um, that really, really helps stabilize the carrot mm -hmm. um, when it gets onto the store shelf. Yeah, absolutely. Just love being out here on a beautiful morning on a Tuesday. Look at you working here. I got a shovel if you want to stick around. <laughs> I like it. Don't I mean, those hands look like they've been? They, those do, baby. <laughs> uh, pleasure catching up with you today. We want to come back when we can actually see yep. that facility just rocking and rolling. Yep. Um, Please do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, thanks for spending time with us this yep. morning. Absolutely. Yeah. Pleasure. Thanks, yeah, Thank you. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We're going to kick the rock on down the road. I think next stop thank is you, Harper Antoinette. Feeders and Mr. Mike Harper. We're coming for you, Mike. You can uh, check out all of our musings on themoderneater.com. We'll see you down the road.